Mike 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 Checkin across the universe. Test one two. Test one two. Hmm. Um. <clears throat> Are you recording? Uh. I am. I am. I am now. <laughs> <laughs> I am now. Oh, Jersey. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing okay. How are you doing, Rob? <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. Doing a little bit of, a little bit of culture and career hacking via commitments. You know, no biggie. Ah, uh, so how did the talk go? Um, uh, it was. That well. sounds like the title of a really great talk. <laughs> Thank you. Um, it's been. Uh, I learned. I learned it by watching you. That it's uh. really handy to come up with a good title and description, even though you may not have the details ironed out. Mm -hmm. It's a nice uh, catalyst to, to build from. Yeah. And they say K sounds are funnier than others. That's true. Like crap, crap and crack. Cookies and kibble. Yeah. And and Jimmy things, Kimmel. Things that rhyme with duck. Yes. <laughs> Cuck. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So whatever, um, the, the, the talk. So this was a, a thing I did, uh, last week at, um, at a place, uh, in Minneapolis called, uh, Dev Jam. And, uh, it was called, uh, the mini product conf conference. And, um, it was a cool, um, sort of setup to the whole event where it was a combination of, uh, lightning talks, like doing like a round of lightning talks and then a round of uh, fishbowl discussion. Walk me through a fishbowl. I don't know what that is. <clears throat> or so, do I? Or do you? I don't know. I don't know if I know. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. No, <laughs> you you made the fishbowl. No, it's... Uh, <laughs> that's the thing. You are the fishbowl. The fishbowl is people. Exactly. So th mm. there's the twist for our episode. The, 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 um, so a fishbowl discussion involves having, like, let's say, five seats on a, on a, on a stage and you have four participants exploring a question provided by the audience. And so there's an audience watching these, these folks. And then there are a couple of rules that, that you can, um, you can partake in where during the conversation, you can just walk up to the stage and take the empty seat. Someone in the row has to leave. There's always an empty seat. And so the conversation is meant to be explored by this, this ad hoc group of panelists. And so all of a sudden you're part of the panel, you're part of the conversation and you explore and question then, but it's timed also. So after like, I think a five minute time limit, then, okay, everyone votes. Do you want to see that this group continue the conversation or stop? Right. So people hold up little paddles or whatever, you know, thumbs up, you know, depends on what you have. And that's it. So fishbowl is this, this really cool egalitarian dynamic uh, format where uh if you're really engaged with it that uh it's 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 like um it's like i don't it's super funny it's easy to say fight club but like it, it feels like it's a conversation fight club right where you can you can really get up and participate and and be part of it in a and and because room. of the fact the the limited time on stage i would imagine that it 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 uh what am I trying to say? It encourages brevity and pithiness, right? Make your yeah. point 
and don't dawdle on it. Not 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 out of some kind of like really rigid like German efficiency or anything, but 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 also to keep the conversation like useful and engaging to everybody, right? It's a pretty great mechanism. I mean, it's a it's a nice limitation to help um, influence the behavior, even though it's not explicit. Like, mm-hmm. no one's given a a, she, a checklist as you walk up to to the right. empty seat to say like you better be German or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> the Germans better like this. Anything, there's nothing, no German thing is mentioned whatsoever. <laughs> and, uh, but the, the, everyone knows the limitation of the five minutes. And, I just uh, love how that just spiraled into like a whole series of disclaimers. Here they come. Here comes Rob's machine gun of disclaimers. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> like Scarface with disclaimers. <laughs> but, but yes, I love the idea of like a mechanism that encourages a certain kind of behavior. That that's very, that feels very Rob. Like it feels like like that's an environment where you would get along. I I yes, it turns out that I do enjoy that environment quite a bit. And uh, and yeah, and and so. The, there was essentially three rounds of those pairings of like, you know, here's a, a you know, t- three or so lightning talks. Here's a, then now a fishbowl and, you know, repeat three times. It was, um, yeah. So it ended up being like so many people there just took part in a variety of things as far as being part of the audience and part of the, um, part of the, um, what the audience was giving their attention to. It's great. A, it's a great, great format. I love, love that fishbowl idea. Yeah. So, um, but lightning talks, that was, uh, that was kind of fun. How um, long was your talk? It was, I think roughly seven minutes. Um, I prepped to be able to, to do it in six and, uh, so how was my talk? Now I'm reliving it as I'm describing, as I'm in my, in my head, as I'm pausing. Um, so let's see, I, pre- I prepped 11 note cards and they all had different points. It was a flow of a narrative to explore this idea of, well, uh, commitments. If you, if you're, you know, sort of going on this adventure with me to sort of re, um, repurpose the word commitment a little bit like it's it's essentially a contract that you are choosing to be of service in a certain context whether or not you may be totally ready or or what have you you just desire to be of service and you recognize the need and so you make a commitment now what what would yoda say (laughs) i imagine this this sounds like trying to me uh it is both trying and doing because so yeah try so so trying means um i guess you get to look back in the past and and say like well that was a try because you didn't do but then in the present you can do and mm-hmm. that uh you're getting up and doing like so by making a commitment to a thing where like you recognize a need and you have a desire to serve great um you're doing you might look back and say, oops, that was a try. I'm going to try again. Fair enough. So take that, Yoda. 
Now that's the fight I want to see. I don't care about Count Dooku. I want to see Rob and Yoda go go at each other with philosophy. <laughs> uh, who, who cares about lightsaber fight? This is interesting. I want the talk fight. <laughs> hmm. Philosophical showdown with Yoda. Okay, pretty good. Yeah. I know he's a grumpier cuss than any of us ever thought. Yeah, I'm sure I'd get my butt kicked, but I think I could push it a while. I don't know. Uh, but, but yeah, this is one of those, so you found a really nice way of packaging up something that a lot of artists say is that, you know, people say like, well, when am I going to be a real cartoonist? When am I going to be a real artist? When am I going to be a real writer? The the moment you sit down to do it is when you are right. Mm -hmm. And there's this, this, this very reasonable human assumption that validate external validation is the required element because that's the way schools work. Teacher tells you when you did it right, right? Sure. Um, why wouldn't you come to that conclusion? But the truth of the matter is, is it's the, the commitment that seals the deal. It is because now you are choosing to allocate your time and attention toward this commitment and, it, and, in, and it's meant to serve a need. So there's a difference between serving a um, some sort of authority or institution versus a need, right? Mm. So, sure, there's a way to to like there you know there there are methods of learning that you can become certified or you know go through a degree path or what have you. That's awesome, and and that is a let's see that that's a different kind of commitment than what I'm describing. What I'm describing is maybe you did that already. So you have your master's in a topic. Maybe you're not exactly employed in that topic. Maybe you're not providing, but, but you're excited to help and you want to do that. Or there's some things, there's some kind of interest and at least a minimal amount of capability that you're, you're feeling confident enough in to go try. And yep, I just said, try not do, mm. but <laughs> There's a uh, let. Let's not get hung up on Star Wars dogma. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's yeah. So, so you you've essentially given yourself per- permission to to explore this new thing because the new thing can can come up when you're working in a in a in a job situation or uh, you know whatever kind of collaborative team that you're there for a certain role and other people are there for certain roles too and if if all of us only look at each other not as indivi- if we don't look at each other as individuals in addition to having those roles then i think we're missing out on the possibility of um it'd be harder to come up with these new commitments right so if you see like oh i, I recognize a need and you're inherently going to step outside of some kind of method or process or protocol to go try to help with that need. If you want to not do that, that's, that's, that's a different path. That's not my talk. <laughs> um, the, yeah. I just, I'm, I want to make sure that I'm, I'm fully investigating this notion of what you mean by need. Mm, sure. Um, client contacts me. We need a character design by tomorrow. Okay. And so you're directly being asked to, to do that. And you, let's say, 
this might be the first character you've designed. Right. I, I've not done. The, oh, uh, let me put it this way. Actually, let me rephrase the question. Hey, Jersey, you've been doing a whole bunch of storyboards for us, but now we need some character design stuff. Do you do that? I have not done this yet. You haven't done it yet, but do you want to do it? Love to try. Okay. Um, if you are feeling confident, confident enough to commit to it, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty that, much, that's enough. So need can be something as, as, as simple as exterior or rather third party asks. It doesn't have to be something asks. where it could be explicit. Like they asked yeah. literally right there. But and it can also be something where I detect it, where I intuit it or infer it. Exactly. So there's something that isn't present in the conversation. You know what's missing here? We haven't done a character design. Gotcha. And let me explain why I think that that would really help. So if we do a character design, we are lowering our risk of having things off model later, later on. Our or the story is actually going to communicate better because we're going to have this visual language that's going to be reinforced, not confusing, introducing different weird, you know, sorts of mutated interpretations of it, what have you. And, um, and then you'll have other side benefits too, because now you can repurpose this more easily for other products and services. So I think we should do a character design. It's going to make you more money. Wow. That was, that was the magic trick. What you just did there. I mean, I'm getting meta for a second. I'm stepping back and that, we're totally doing classroom stuff where it's like, did you just see what he did? Here's what he did, everybody. I'm going to, I'm going to break it down for you. What just happened there? Uh, but that, this is the kind of thing when I'm training teachers that I, I really advise them to do is what's traditionally called a modeling exercise, what you just did, right? You model the behavior with a concrete example in order to show what everybody else is supposed to try to do. Um, but when, when a non-practitioner or somebody who's new to it sees that happen, it really does look kind of magical. <laughs> it's like, because you're, you're, you in the classroom, you're trying to figure out, like, what would I do with that example? So you're trying to crunch on that while simultaneously watching somebody else do it. So part of it is that, like, your cycles are sort of consumed with another task. And that sure. makes it more difficult to address what they're actually doing. But also, that's what you call practice. That's practice exhibiting itself as action, right? Uh, yeah. That, is... That's. I, I wish I could have been at that talk. That sounds like it was super, super cool. It was fun. It's a it's a cool community because inherently there is um um it, it's essentially the, I mean Dev Jam plants a flag for folks who are seeking ways to um, advocate for and level up in however they're trying to collaborate in um, in different size organizations and that's um, and it comes with different labels right like like agile you know methodology or uh, product methodology or that or um, let's see the evidence-based design all sorts of things like kind of swirl around this that like that their their flavor of collaboration surrounding their brand right but um but that that people who are interested in that kind of thing show up and it's yeah it's a lot of fun i wonder if a2 incubate needs a manifesto there's there's very i don't know of anything like this in cartooning right hmm. Hmm. Like, yeah. <laughs> intriguing. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm serious. Like, I don't, I can't think of any kind of like, there's like the creator's bill of rights, which was drafted by Scott McLeod and several other uh, creators in the seventies, 
which was more to address an industry problem. But I can't think of any specific man. And, and I would love it if any leaners out there could point us at it. But if there's like a, a, a service based or service driven manifesto for making comics, that's, that seems very intriguing to me uh, because I wonder how the landscape of the industry would change if there were people putting explicit language on what who were, who were ultimately making things for who were all the parties who are all the stakeholders and really shining a light on that right hmm. it changes the way software is made why wouldn't it change the way comics are made yeah, I mean, a manifesto is a public declaration of belief and inherently a, a rally cry to get others to, um, you know, come at you, bro. It is a little bit.